Anytime now. Okay, there we go. What's going on, everyone? This is DJ with the Two Raw or the Torres Podcast. I keep saying Two Raw Podcast. I'm just going to change the names of Two Raw Podcast. It's going on my Two Raw channel anyway. Um, And I'm with Hector, as you can see. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and, and blur your background. Bro. Nobody wants to see that shit. Don't worry. We'll, we'll start it now. Uh, but how's it going? It's it's going. All right, so this is the podcast everyone's been waiting on. This is the one that we hyped up because we figured, well, we figured a that Trey would be here, but he bailed. As always, unfortunately, saddening. Um, yeah, so. I don't know. My cousin's a, a whole nother case. But anyways, so this is, of course, the Snyder Cut podcast um, that we – oh, boy, we're going to have so much fun with this one. Um, so uh, let's see. How, I want to start – I'm trying to see how I want to start this. So back in 2017 – The origins of this cut? Yeah, so in 2017, as everyone knows, we got Justice League, right? Just horrible fucking... 2018 is when we got it. 2017 no, is when it's been worked on. It was 2017. It was November of 2017. I know this because I was working at Amazon, and I had just won my money off of... Um, uh, ...or whatever that with with uh, with the guy that hit me or whatever, the drunk driver... And I went to the Survivor Series because it's all happened the same month. It was Survivor Series, Snyder Cut, or I'm sorry, Survivor Series, Justice League, NXT. Um, and I went to go see that movie with three friends. We all got high and shit, and we're sitting there watching this movie. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm ready. It started off with Batman kicking some villain's ass or, or some robber's ass or whatever. And then the movie just sucked. I fell asleep like right when the final fight was about to happen. So I got home that day, of course, and I looked up uh, the Justice League uh, movie just just to catch the final fight to see if it was any good. And I didn't like it. So that movie was a waste of time, just like fucking Batman versus Superman and Man of Steel. Um, so when that happened, uh, around, what, April of that year, I believe, Zack Snyder dropped out of the movie because his daughter had committed suicide. Uh, um, he was going through like a bunch of personal shit, and, and I, I can't remember if he quit or if he got fired or whatever. I remember the way how they explained it is they kind of just like forced his hand to quit, essentially. Yeah. It was like, oh, it was like well, since that happened, we figured you're not going to finish it in time for the release date, so we're just going to call well, in week. What's crazy is I think they were close to finishing the movie, and these I, I don't I think Warner Brothers didn't like didn't like it or something, which I mean they had a reason. Uh, they didn't like his his version. Um, they brought in Josh Wheaton, who of course did Avengers one and I believe Avengers two as well. Uh, and they kind of wanted to write off his success off of Avengers because Avengers one was really good. Avengers two was okay, uh, and then. What essentially happened was they got super, super, super involved and really kind of didn't let him 
the Josh Wheaton, I guess you should say. Uh, and so Justice League sucked. Uh, but for those people who, after that came out, were like, release the Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut's going to be better. Snyder Cut this, Snyder Cut that. This is the same man who draw Batman vs. Superman. And this is the same man who wanted to make Batman Superman Brothers. This is the same man who wanted to make Batman fall in love with Lois Lane only for Superman to come back to life. Batman dies. Superman gets back with Lois Lane after having Batman's kid. And that kid becomes the new Batman. Like, this was his whole fucking vision. It was all nixed by Warner Brothers. They're like, no, we don't like those ideas. You can't, you can't fucking just make Batman fall in love with Lois Lane. It doesn't make any fucking sense. You can't make them fucking brothers because it doesn't make any sense for a woman who got shot in a fucking alley to be alive and abandon her real son to go take care of, of an adoptive son. It doesn't make any fucking sense. None of that shit makes sense. Um, so the Snyder released the Snyder Cut shit fucking happened and Warner Brothers fucking gave in because they wanted fucking subscriptions to HBO Max which is understandable they're their business they want to make money um then they didn't have anything at the time yeah and at the time they didn't well I, they because when, when HBO first got released they didn't like announce the Cartoon Network and stuff until like later when they made have it when they first announced it it kind of you know came in like a wet fart because nobody really knew what all they were going to offer other than like shows that were already done because Game of Thrones Whoa. last I checked was already done by the time that they put it out and well, yeah, like but they they're having all the HBO shows the uh, Crunchyroll like shit for anime the yeah, Greenland they they, they could have did any DC fucking move they could have done any DC HBO original movie they could have done any DC show for that, which of course they announced Green Lantern, they're doing uh uh was it Batgirl, they're doing Static Shock, they're doing Justice League Dark, they're doing um Zatanna, they're doing all these fucking DC projects that they really did not have to give in to the fucking fans that wanted this release. But it's like you said at the time when HBO Max originally came, yeah, there was HBO never a do you know what the main things that they advertised for? Because it was what they had done. They had acquired the uh, South Park library from Hulu, and they had acquired Friends from Netflix. Yeah. So the whole deal with HBO Max was just, oh, they're going to take the shows and, and they were the, the most popular the series special. from other streaming services. Like, yeah, and they're in the Friends special and the Fresh Prince special, and they had all the Harry Potters and all this shit um i didn't care for the hair and of course at the time they didn't know COVID was going to happen so they didn't have the whole same day as theater release deal going on either so yeah i guess they figured they needed something and they turned back to zach snyder um now well, the they did something like this desperate is when we got told that dc universe is going to become acquired by HBO Max, and then which will just kill the purpose and make it solely for comics, which is the moment I immediately hopped off of DC Universe. Yeah, I'll cancel my two. Um, How fitting that DC Universe died so shortly after it began. But what's also crazy is they could have, like, 
got more subscriptions by adding uh, AEW to HBO Max because AT&T and Warner Brothers and all that shit, like, it's all under the same thing. They could have just easily said, hey, TNT, this is what we're going to do. Every fucking AEW pay-per-view is going to be on HBO Max. Uh, their specials mm-hmm. or whatever are going to be HBO Max. Huh? Yes. Who has AEW? Because last I checked, they're the only company that like still goes by the pay-per-view. So since AEW is on TNT, and TNT is technically a property of like the Warner Brothers AT&T merger management or whatever, like – Technically, they could work out something that puts AEW on HBO Max. Because I knew Hulu uh, had AEW, but only part of their live package. You couldn't get it. Um, you can only get it from TNT Live, but if you miss an episode, you're screwed. You're not going to see it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I'm so confused as to why it's called HBO Max. Like, they could have just called it fucking AT&T Max or Warner Brothers Max or whatever. And, like, it would just, it still would have made sense. Because they own all this fucking shit. It's kind of it's just like Disney and and fucking Paramount Plus and all that bullshit. I think um, services and all the companies wanted something to compete with Netflix and Hulu, and so they just tried their best to create different things. Because before it was HBO Max, it was HBO Plus, and uh, it was the HBO app. No, it was so. HBO Go. Oh, that's right, HBO Go. Then it became HBO Max. Yeah, um, but like I said, like just like it was CBS All Access, now it's Paramount Plus. What's so crazy is when they announced the Snyder Cut, right? Everybody's like, okay, how are they gonna do this? Is it gonna tell all three movies that he wanted to tell? Is it gonna tell one movie? And it kind of, I guess, told two movies when you really think about it, which we'll get into. Um, but then. Now, the main issue they have, because they gave in to the fans, uh, is what I'm seeing now, is people are demanding a fucking Justice League 2 to follow up this shit. Uh, they want the Snyderverse re- reinstated to be the main DCEU uh, timeline universe. Uh, so they have fucking backed themselves into a fucking corner, being fucking stupid, giving in to the fans for the first time. Um, which, yes, I've seen a lot of positive reviews on this movie, and a lot of those positive reviews have come from people who actually wanted this movie, so that's no surprise. My actually said that he liked the movie uh, a lot. I have another uncle who said he thought the first Justice League was better, which I don't agree with. I think that one was the worst one, and I think this one was just a bit better, but still bad. Uh, my dad thought it was good. The big argument with this film, and particularly what I see in this film, and I think it's a flaw, and I think this is where you have to go between the film critic and the uh, the personal, and there's that fine line between it, because as a film, it is a decent film, it's not like a shitty film, anything of that nature, but as a personal experience and as the concept of somebody who's watching a film that is a remake of a film that just came out three years ago... <laughs> That, to me, I can't get over that mental layer. So that affects... Because this movie, I would have given it, like, a 6, probably. I would have given it the same thing I gave 84, 101, 84, 6, 6 out of 10. But the concept of doing a remake of a movie that you just released for the sole purpose of giving it to the fans and trying to, like, give in to this director, who basically complained the whole time to... 
that is like the definition of complaining until you get what you want. Yeah. Like up to the point where they even had to go fund me for this shit to happen at one point. So the fact of the matter is because of that layer, that's what I use to judge, you know, this, this film. I'm not going straight off of what I see on this film because as a film, yeah, it's okay. It's not great. It's okay. There's a lot of flaws in there and a lot of things that annoy the living hell out of me. But, uh, if you judge it by it's, it's weird because if you showed this to somebody who never saw the Justice League, then yeah, they're gonna think this is a really good movie. They're probably gonna think it's long. Yeah, oh, if you never saw the first Justice, like if the first Justice League never existed and this was the only cutout, I would have sat there and said, okay, it's it's a decent movie that wasn't particularly great, but it's set up a great future for the franchise but because that franchise is no longer counting this this movie was a waste and that's what pisses me off that i sat four hours for a movie that's going nowhere i was pissed that i sat for a movie that was four hours that's that's <laughs> I was also pissed that i sat through a movie that was four by fucking three why why was this movie shot in four by three it doesn't make any fucking sense. First of all, you know something's up when they had... So HBO Max, there's another 4x3 movie uh, that was on HBO Max for a short while. It was... Uh, what's that movie with Robert Pattinson and uh, the guy who played Green Goblin? I forgot what William it was called. Defoe? Yeah, William Defoe. It was that recent one where they're like on a boat and there's like some cursed mermaids and some shit. That movie's 4x3. But when you play that movie, you don't get a warning that says, heads up, this movie's going to be over at 3. But HBO, they were quick to put that shit out there. Before the movie starts, you get a disclaimer. It says, this Yeah, this movie is shot in 4x3 to honor his fucking... Artistic vision. Yeah, so... Anyways, this movie is fucking four hours long. It's a long... It's a, it's fucking... It's the longest four hours of my life. I, I cannot... Oh my god! So I went to, and I don't know if it, it if it's a movie experience versus a at home experience, and because I have kids who like kind of fucking talk through the whole thing. But when I went to go see Endgame, the that three hours and two minutes flew the fuck by. Like it was it was so wonderful. But when I watched this movie, I paused it, and the first time I paused it, I was only thirty minutes in, and I was like, oh my god, really? I thought I was here for longer than that. So I played it, and then I got a uh, I got a phone call. So I paused it again, and when I paused it again, I was only like uh, maybe an hour and ten minutes in, and I was like, oh my goodness! And I and I took two more pauses. The the third pause I was at uh, an hour and forty five. So it was another fucking thirty five minutes that went by. And then the last time I paused it, I was at like two hours and twenty minutes. So not that much time has passed. But as I was watching it, it felt like a lot of fucking time passed because there was a lot of shit in there that should not have fucking been in there. Like, there was a bunch of scenes that were just a waste of fucking time. Um, I think what also made uh, Endgame go by faster is Endgame wasn't reminding you that it was a long movie by stopping the movie to show a little graphic that says 
for the two, yeah, for the different. Then that's the next thing I was getting into. There's seven different chapters in this movie, six, and then they count an epilogue, which is technically chapter seven. Um, so there's seven fucking chapters. They tell seven you there's a new chapter. Goddamn intermission. Yeah. So because <laughs> they tell you there's a new chapter, the way that I graded this movie was based off of the chapters, right? So there was uh, part one, which is Batman, don't or don't count on it, Batman. Uh, part two, which is the age of the heroes. Part three, which is uh, beloved mother, beloved son. Uh, part four, which is change machine. Part five, all hell the king's horses. Part six, something darker. And then the epilogue, which is part seven, uh, is father twice over. Um, so as I was like, as they said, this was a, another chapter or whatever. Like I was just like, okay. Oh, well, actually, I guess you could say eight because there's a pro. Technically, there's a prologue, which yeah. covers Batman versus the ending of Batman versus Superman. Um, and then uh, like the different locations. So, oh, I, I lost Hector. Oh, there he goes. OK. Um, uh, I showed that I lost you on my end. I was like, whoa. I don't know. You just went like dark and I didn't see you anymore. Uh, so. Technically, the, the the prologue is like it shows Superman dying from Batman versus Superman. Uh, he's like screaming. He he fucking dies. They show Lex Luthor. Uh, screaming uh, Jesse, him Jesse Eisenberg um, with the long hair. Uh, they show Cyborg with a mother box. They show a mother box in Atlantis. They show uh, a mother box in Themyscira, and then they show a mother box being buried um, by the humans or whatever. Lost Hector again. He just came back. I don't know what's going on. Uh, they saw that. That's when we actually get into part one where it's going on in Batman. And technically it's Batman, I guess, kind of recruiting, even though I believe within this first chapter he's only recruiting Aquaman. Um, so they show the whole Batman-Aquaman scene. In the Everybody's already on the side from the get-go. Huh? Wonder Woman's on Batman's side from the get-go, so she's joining him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that I mean, that just that's just a continuation from uh, Batman versus Superman, so that all makes sense. Uh, so if, if this is already starting off different from the the first Justice League movie because that one started off with Batman uh, chasing with down a criminal, huh? With a CGI no mustache half face. Oh, for what's his name? Yeah. <laughs> God, that, that, that looked really fucking terrible in that first movie. Um, so of course in the first in the first Justice League, Batman starts off chasing down a criminal, trying to get him to get scared. So the um the parademons can come. Uh, which pissed me off because like it just started with a parademon. It didn't even fucking like the the good thing about this one is it showed um uh, the parademons come in and 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 Steppenwolf and all that, which of course we'll get into. But it's this one starts off different. This one actually starts off with um, him going to look for Aquaman, and uh, it's just an extended version of that scene. They're talking, and this scene, he this is where he tells Aquaman he's Batman, rather than like I believe in the first one it was a later scene where he he's like, oh, your dude dressed up like a bat. This one is is, is an extended scene, and that's where they actually um, discuss it. And then you get all the uh, the poor people 
that Aquaman's friends with because I'm I don't know why he wouldn't be friends with poor people. But uh, as he's leaving from his conversation with Batman, there's the the girl, the poor the poor people start singing some kind of fucking song, and it was Bro, like they, they sing this song four minutes. Yeah, I was like, why is this happening right now? I was so confused. I was like, why? I was confused too because I'm like, bro, I know me and DJ just said we're not going to watch In the Heights because we want to watch a musical. Are we going to be trapped in a musical? And it felt like it. There's these weird moments, and like I've seen other reviews of the Snyder Cut, they're just calling it music video moments. But no, a music video. I've seen music videos. Music videos have like a more cohesive plot. This is just a weird thing where Snyder, he's a very visual director, and I guess he just wants to beat us over the head with the fact that these poor people really love Aquaman. You know, like, <laughs> so they're just literally singing to him as he's going to the water. Which, yeah. I don't care how much of a superhero you are, that would. I, the loud singing would annoy the hell out of me. I would, I would tell him to stop immediately. And what's I crazy is a wave just splash As the singing started, right, I just thought it was like a background, uh, a background uh, track, and I was like, okay, this is some weird choice of music. But then they they show the fucking poor girl singing, and I was like, this is awkward. Um, and just and this is the same issue I had with the first Justice League were the jump cuts like it was just i felt like it jumped all over the place and this movie was no fucking different because we go from aquaman to martha kent like just driving away from the grave site didn't we get wonder woman already uh i'm sorry hold on i got notes here and so like i wrote it down no 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 we didn't even get the Wonder, Wonder, the Wonder Woman part. We go from Aquaman to uh, Martha Kent, uh, and then from Martha Kent it goes to the to the Kent farm, which she's not even at. She was at the gravesite of Jonathan Kent, um, and then from there it goes to fucking Alfred waiting on on fucking Bruce. Which, by the way, Alfred and Bruce are still the same fucking age. It doesn't make any sense how they are close in age because Bruce is old. This is an older Bruce Wayne, and this is fucking Alfred who looks almost just as young as Bruce Wayne. Um, so that doesn't make any sense. Uh, and as this is all going on, like the only thing I can think of is like I do not like uh, Ben Affleck's uh, Bruce Wayne at all. I just I. <laughs> Do not like it. He's they made this Bruce Wayne like so dependent on Superman that it just pisses me off. Like he acts like he needs Superman in his life in order to feel fucking powerful. And like that's not the fucking Batman that I fucking grown to love. Like I love the Batman who's fucking calculated and is ready to drop a nigga. Whenever the fuck, you know, he fucking feels like it. Not a fucking Batman that's like, oh, we need uh, Clark back. We need Clark. We need Clark. We need Clark. Like, he said that shit so many fucking times that I was like, bro, kill this character. Zack Snyder has a bad fucking habit if, where, I don't know why, but he treats every viewer like they're a goddamn child. 
I guess because he thinks a lot of children are going to watch these movies. But he'll do, like, in case you forgot, oh, Superman's powerful and important to this. Oh, Superman's powerful and important to this. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I saw, I literally, literally throughout this series, by the Snyderverse logic, I've seen Batman mourn Superman more than he has his own fucking parents. Yes! Yes! (laughs) And it was so fucking frustrating. Dude, I, I have a... It's my favorite hero ever. And this movie just made me despise him so much. The movie I was made like, you yo, like, into a bitch. I was like, dude, I fuck I, I'm I'm so annoyed with Batman right now. I'm so annoyed with Bruce Wayne. Like I just I just want this character like I know there was plans for 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 Ben Affleck's Batman to die in the second Justice League movie, I think. And I was really hoping that they implemented that in this fucking Snyder Cut. I was really hoping that. I was like, yo, they just need to kill this motherfucker right now. Because I was just, I was, it's so annoying. Oh, yeah, uh, Bruce was, uh, Garth was the best of us. Niggas, I don't care. Be Batman. And then going to the future of this film, it's just like every character had their major story except Batman. What the fuck did Batman do? I can tell you what everybody else did. All he did was just like call everybody together, and then that was it. That was it. Oh, in this movie, yeah, that's all. He, he was a he was that's a fucking team recruiter. Like it just. It, bro. It, and yeah. I know it's what happened in the first movie, and I was kind of hoping that he, he like changed a bunch of shit for yeah. for his version. I was really hoping like, okay, Batman's gonna be this badass that he kind of sort of was in Batman versus Superman and Batman versus Superman. I didn't like hate him as much. I wasn't massively in love with him like everyone else was, but I was like, okay, you, you pulled off a decent first run as Batman uh, for your first time playing the character. And I can respect that. I enjoy, you know, everybody has their own take on Batman, but this take on Batman was just like, I just hated it. I just really fucking hated it. Uh, but like I said, as far as the jumping around, so we go to Bruce and good. Alfred, and then we jump back to, or then we jump to Lois Lane giving coffee to a cop and visiting mm-hmm. the Superman site, and then from there it jumps to Wonder Woman at the fucking field trip scene where she's beating up bad guys and shit, and I'm just like, yo, like, can we flesh out one fucking scene, please, before jumping all Whoa. over the goddamn place? No, sir, this is Justice League. Zack Snyder, motherfucker. Get all these... By the way, by the way. Okay, so we're about to get to... So, Lois Lois Lane scene. Again, Snyder, please stop treating us like a kid. Please. If she's buying the cop coffee, I could assume that this is a daily routine for her, okay? Now, this is where I get into personal. Obviously, you know, my father did pass away, so I know constant meeting of the gravesite is a natural thing. I don't need to fucking hear this cop like, oh, man, I've seen you come here every single day. Like, well, <laughs> what the fuck did we need that for? Zach, we're not retarded. <laughs> Please. Zach, do you think that we just, like, forget shit easily? I mean, I know it's a four-hour movie, but fuck, man. What's this like, oh, Lois Lane, good to see you for the 400. You might as well said the number of times she's been there for the 427th time. <laughs> Like, no, I agree. There's a lot of unnecessary dialogue and a lot of unnecessary scenes in this fucking movie. There is. Um, That's why I don't, 
I don't even get like, look, first of all, we're going in this like a lot more. We've even talked about how we normally do this, which is give our rating first and then say. So before that starts, again, four out of ten. Would have gotten a five if this was the original fucking cut that came yeah, out. Yeah, I'm just I'm grading every part is how I'm doing this. Um, oh. And but anyways, now let's get to Wonder Woman, man. Oh All yeah, right? so they do the Wonder Woman scene, which in my some. in my honest opinion and and I I don't know why I feel like the the scenes on Themyscira and the scenes for Wonder Woman, in my opinion were the best part of this whole fucking four-hour movie. Everything that I feel like she did, they made count. And I don't know if that was kind of like by design uh, because she's a woman, you know, and they kind of want to push that kind of like agenda. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about this scene, the, the, the main thing I did not like about this scene, because I and I knew it was coming. I, I knew it was. Uh, yes. Uh, when she bent no, down no. to the little girl... I hate when, why are so many fucking women giving this a pat on the back? Why are so many people on Twitter just like, it's an amazing moment for little no. girls. It's like, was... no, dude, those, that scene's fucking stupid. And you know what? I'm going to say it because it needs to be said. Same with the fucking scene in Iron Man when the kid has his little hand out with the fucking Iron Man mask. And then Iron Man sneaks up behind him. And repulsor blast, whatever the fuck was about to murk that little kid. That scene was retarded too. All right. Look, if you're a little kid and you watch a fucking superhero, you're gonna want to be that superhero regardless of whatever the fuck you say. All right. I don't need to see a scene where the guy's like, "Oh wow, can I be like that?" It's like, first of all, Wonder Woman, you lying ass bitch. That girl does not have the same skills you do. If that bitch tries to duck a bullet, she's getting she's getting shot. All right. <laughs> That's why it's, it was so unnecessary. And when she bent down, I was like, "Oh my god, this little girl is gonna. She's gonna tell this little girl she can be anything she wants to be." I just know this was gonna happen. And then this what fucking happened? And I was like, "She cannot. You, she cannot be you. You are a demigoddess." Like unless, unless that girl grows up to be like like a fucking villain for Wonder Woman later. I don't want. I don't want. I don't need that scene. Like. I would love to see maybe like 20 years from now where like the next Wonder Woman v- film, that little girl is the villain because she lived her life trying to be Wonder Woman and shit did not work out for her at all. If that happens, I'm going to be like, dang, these motherfuckers really paid that scene off. <laughs> yeah, then if that scene happens, then yes, that's worth it. But for all these people on Twitter, just like, it's an amazing inspirational scene. It's like, no, bro. No, bro. All right. If anything, it reminded me of the fucking... <laughs> It reminded me of the scene in Hustle and Flow where <laughs> he's talking about fucking <laughs> homie's talking about the baby and he's like, even though she has a hoe for a mama and a runaway, if that little girl asked me if she could be the president of the United States, I'm going to tell her yes, because that's the lie that you have to tell these people. <laughs> that's what I felt. Wonder Woman just straight up saw Hustle and Flow, saw that scene. Then she gonna lie. And she lied, because that's the lie that you say to keep a motherfucker moving. <laughs> but other than that, other than that dialogue, oh, 
I thought it was a good scene. Blow up building that she was trying um, to save blown up. And that's what really saved the first part for me was the Wonder Woman scene. And then was the uh, Mother Box uh, releasing the Parademons and Steppenwolf coming out on Themyscira. I thought that fight was the dopest fucking fight in this entire four fucking yes, hours. I, they gave us the dopest fight in the first fucking chapter. And in everything else, I was like, if nothing Crap. beats this shit, I am going to be pissed. And nothing <laughs> fucking beat it. Nothing fucking beat. You gave me a dope ass fight within the first 30 to minutes to an hour. And this you couldn't weird. fucking beat it. Here's what I realized when it comes to Zack Snyder. It has to be warrior based or like, because 300's fucking amazing. It has to be warrior based. Or, or, motherfuckers with, or motherfuckers with swords and shields, and then that's Zack Snyder's look. Because it was like Wonder Woman was like his favorite character, but uh, something I got to talk about, right? Why do we have to hear some chick take a dick up the ass every time Wonder Woman's on screen? And it's like this fucking note of this girl screaming. <laughs> it's supposed to be some fucking ancient singing, but he literally played it. For every single fucking action piece that she... Oh, shit. Gotta cover the working badge. Every single fucking action piece that she did, they played that for every fucking scene that she was in. And I was like, are they gonna do this for everything she does? And in a four-hour movie, hearing the same little one-note Amazonian girl screaming in the background for, like, eight fucking times that Wonder Woman comes on screen... Is annoying. There's you know, a I didn't I didn't catch that until I was on Twitter and someone said, Oh look guys, it's Wonder Woman. I wonder if they're gonna play her theme. And I was like, Huh. Like I didn't notice that. But now that you say it, I guess that did happen. <laughs> Every time she did something, they played it. And I was like, What the fuck does he need to play the same note on? As just like it'd be like if you watched Iron Man. And every fucking time Iron Man even talked or did something, they would play that fucking opening riff from Black Sabbath. I was like, <laughs> after the, in a four-hour movie, after the second time, you've pissed me off. Because you play that shit for the introduction and the end. You do not play that every single time she's on screen. I'm practically fucking surprised they didn't play it when Alfred was teaching the bitch how to make tea. All right. Oh yeah, huh? They did have that scene. That was. By the way, another scene that could have. So just many fucking it. scenes. Just... <laughs> um, <laughs> hold on. So, um, back to the battle scene. Steppenwolf <laughs> in, in this version, I think he looks dope. I think he looks so much better than what he did in 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 the 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 uh, original uh, version of the, of the movie. Um, like I said, it was a dope battle scene. That that's pretty much the end of like Act One, Chapter One. Um, and because of the Wonder Woman scene and the Themyscira versus um, or the Amazons versus um, Steppenwolf, I gave that uh, first chapter a three out of five because I really enjoyed both of those scenes. Had it not been for those scenes, like honestly, I'd have been like, yo, this chapter fucking sucked. But those two parts. Save the chapter. Again, he gave us the best fucking fight at the very fucking beginning. Because they escape it, they guard it, they got all those women watching it, 
These women literally sacrificed themselves to save the land. That shit was amazing. It was awesome. And my dad would call me during the movie. It was kind of getting on my nerves because he was like, hey, are you at this part yet? Are you at this? And I'm like, bro, if you don't stop fucking, you know I'm behind right now. Like, you started watching this shit before me. No, I'm not at this fucking part. You finna come with some Wonder Woman case. He was like, oh, man. He's like, wait, wait until, uh, wait until he fights the the Atlanteans. And I was like, oh, that shit sounds dope as fuck. I was like, this nigga finna go fight, you know, underwater. I was, I was so hyped. And then yeah. I was let, and then I was let the fuck down. Um, they were all let down, but it's because the first fight looked like the people who gave him the strongest fight out of yeah. everyone, even towards the end. There's this like, wow, this seems like a more interesting fight. It's just like motherfuckers with spears, swords, and sandals or chasing zombies. That's Zack Snyder's peak. But you know what I thought was funny? When I was watching this movie, I was like, wow. All these fun, uplifting hope scenes with with uh, Prince with Diana, aka Wonder Woman, just lets me know this motherfucker knows how to do a Superman movie. But did not give us a good Superman movie. What the fuck, Zack Snyder? <laughs> Why did you book Princess Diana as Superman? Oh, yeah. Universe, but yeah. say that you fucking fumbled Superman. Out of every character that is Superman? written in this movie, I th- and I think he did Wonder Woman the best. Yeah. He like, did Wonder Woman the way you're supposed to do Superman. It's like, what the fuck? This dude here. <laughs> Anyways, we move on to part two, Age of Heroes. By the time we get to part two, they show Alfred again, and the only thing that's run through my mind is, why the fuck is Alfred still alive? Why is he in this fucking movie? It just, it didn't make any fucking, he, he was only there to, like, make smart-ass remarks towards Bruce, and I was just like. Yeah, Alfred's a dick, bro, in this one, I was like, damn, bro. Yeah, I was like, okay, like, I would have preferred them to have Oracle. Uh, 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 Batgirl in a wheelchair rather than fucking Alfred uh, just to follow up the story of 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 Robin being dead and like they Batman never mentions it's like you said he shows more grief for Superman than he does for Robin his dad and his fucking mom oh yeah I for, holy shit I completely forgot yeah Robin's dead in this yeah one. Robin's dead right in this fucking universe and he shows more sympathy for a man that he didn't even fucking know he knew for less than a minute a guy who he tried to make... kill no and you know what's even more fucked up and funny too that I know that I think about it they could have at least had one line of dialogue where Batman just like looks at the Robin suit again and just says man I wonder what would happen if he came in and it's funny because, like, I got the mother box, the box to revive any dead person that I know. Am I going to revive my dead partner, my dead parents? No, nah, I'm just going to use it on Superman, and that's it. I'm not even going to try to use it again afterwards. Right? It's Superman. not like, hey, let me let me go collect these bodies real quick. Put them all together, and let's revive these motherfuckers. That, nah, yeah, let's just, let's that. just revive this nigga that I knew for 10 seconds. Nah, Robin was on the payroll, and, you know, times are getting tough. <laughs> Oh, God, it made me hate Batman so much in this movie. Bro, bro, and the fact that Alfred just kept on sunning him verbally and making him feel like a dumbass, I'm like, dang, bro, they really out here making Batman look like a bitch. Yeah, eh, Alfred just, uh, he just wasn't, anyways. I was like, what the fuck is Alfred supposed to be? 
Alfred's supposed to be like this supporting father's type, but he's just like this asshole. I was like, Alfred acts like if he's Batman's legit father. Dude, Emma just came back from. I think park. after seeing Michael Caine play um, Alfred, like that was so perfect for me. I I thought he played the perfect father figure I, slash butler for, slash. For as much as you say, I'm gonna I help think, this nigga. For as much as we say, I think, I think Jeremy Irons is legit the only bad Alfred actor that I could think of because even the guy. Even the one consistent Alfred that was in all four 90s all movies. All four of the old Batman movies. Yeah. yeah. He played a great he, Alfred. He played great Alfred. He was older. He looked. He was the only thing I gave a shit about in Batman and Robin. was like, are they going to kill this old man? Oh, he was sick. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That was it. That's the only reason I cared for, like, Batman and Robin's main plot. It's that was so like, crazy. Jeremy Irons love... is just, like, the worst Alfred. That's like, I, how? I love... How? DC characters so much more than I love Marvel characters so much more and of course like I said earlier my favorite ones are the Bat family you know you have Batman Robin Batgirl Alfred uh, Batwoman Batwing all and it's like the live the most recent live action versions of these characters and I'm talking about Batwoman on CW uh, Jeremy Irons as as Alfred and Ben Affleck as Batman. I fucking hate them so much. I fucking hate the live action Bat Family. I just I hate it. I fucking hate it. This Bat Family. So glad. I am so fucking glad that Michael so, Keaton is coming back to be Batman. He's gonna show you how to so do glad. it. I really hope that the writing doesn't destroy him because I will be pissed. And it does and it doesn't make any sense that they wrote Christian Bale's Bruce Chris I think Christian Bale played a perfect Bruce Wayne. Like I think when he put on the Batman suit versus him being Bruce Wayne it, like for the scenes or whatever, I think his Bruce Wayne was like on point. It was like billionaire playboy, uh but at the same time you could tell he's smart and shit. Uh, and then when he became Batman, he did the voice change because he actually wanted to differentiate so nobody would fucking know versus Ben Affleck, who's brooding over Superman so fucking much, doesn't do a voice change. So it's like, OK, Bruce Wayne's Batman, you know, like. It doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, I digress. I digress. I'm going to keep harping on Batman. Uh, so the Amazon. Oh, we're gonna keep talking about Batman because he's just like the weakest character. He's the weakest character in this, and I was like, "Wow, y'all really made Batman the weakest uh, character in this." Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. We haven't even gotten to the Flash yet, but he is actually. <laughs> I think story wise, they gave Flash a fucking better story than Batman. That's why I was like, "Wow." That's. Uh, they... Don't lie to yourself, because with the scenes with his father in the prison. Those actually were more things. Not to mention, if we're going to go straight to the end here, this motherfucker actually is technically the reason they all live. Okay, we're going to get to that because I, I I don't know. I, I'm going to compare him to, to, to the CW. Um, so they uh, the Amazons send Wonder Woman 
uh, a message, of course. She goes to the ruin. She finds out the shit about Darkseid and everything like that. By this point, I'm just looking at her. I'm like, God damn, woman, you so fine. But anyways, uh, they show Adam, Ryan Choi. He hasn't become Adam yet. I don't I don't know if they're going to bring him back for any other future movies. Um, yeah, I didn't even know who that character was, but I was like, why is this one random guy being no. played up and seen as so important? No, there's well, some he's supposed to become a hero, so... Uh, yeah, there's some, like, characters that get that, like, uh, apparently, um, the, the chick that Flash saves is supposed to be a specific character from the comics, I don't know. I forget, what was that? That the Flash saves? Oh, Iris, Iris. Yeah, um, Iris. So, so, this, like, this don't even chapter... Her this chapter really didn't have much in it. Uh, we get scenes from Atlantis. You get uh, William Defoe is is down there. Uh, I can't remember the name of his fucking character. Um, I did think the visual effects uh, in this movie were so much better than the fucking 2017 version, but of course we're into the, like almost four years later, so I would be very. I'd be, yeah, I'd be very mad if the the visual effects weren't weren't as great. Uh, one great thing is the story of Steppenwolf. Uh, because Darkseid's included in this, like... I hate the fact that they switched it up from... St- not to... From Darkseid getting the, as the one who got his ass whipped instead of Steppenwolf. No, I love that. And that's what this... So, and that's this chapter. So, they showed... They showed... Let me, let me give you my reasoning. All right. I'm sorry to interrupt. But let, me, let me just give you my reasoning. All right. Because look, this whole thing of a dark side finding out, oh, this planet has like the anti-life equation and this is what could stop me. Things of that nature. Da, 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 da. Well, here's the thing. All right. Because it has to be called out. I don't care who you are. You don't forget an ass whooping like that. <laughs> I don't yeah. care how old you live to be. You do not forget an ass whipping like that. Yeah, Especially yeah, yeah. If you almost died. So for him to completely forget what planet, because that's what the boy big reveal from fucking uh, what's Steppenwolf to Darkseid is. Tells him that's an anti-life equation. Anti-life. And that's where I got confused too, because you're right. He, you would remember ask you remember that. that yeah you're right so his whole thing was to get the mother boxes back find out what the anti-life equation is but in this in this chapter of course wonder woman starts to tell the story of dark side invading earth fighting the amazons and the atlanteans and the gods and then of course the guardians from the sky which are technically the green lanterns um i don't know why the fuck she she just didn't say green. I don't know why they didn't yes, script her to say green yeah. lanterns. That's why. That's that, what I was thinking. Made, it was like this isn't no universal Hulk type deal. Yeah, <laughs> that shit made no fucking sense to me. That they had her say Guardians in the Sky. It made her look fucking dumb, and it pissed me off. Um, but in the original version, it's Steppenwolf who comes down and he fights them and you whatever. And this version and it's Darkseid, but it's a weaker version of Darkseid. And he comes down, he's holding his own as his army, and they're fighting shit. But of course, like you said, he gets his ass handed to him. He retreats. 
Uh, the mother boxes stay on Earth. Um, and then uh, apparently he just fucking forgets. And so... <laughs> yeah, no, you don't forget an ass woman like that. That's what's just like, boy, stop. And so the whole point of Steppenwolf now, in the original uh, version of Justice League, it was him s- serving the mother boxes because they contained his mother, which was fucking retarded. Um, and this one, he's serving Darkseid because uh, he tried to take the throne from Darkseid, and it just didn't go well for him. He, he did not succeed. Um, and now he owes Darkseid, I think, I believe they said he owes Darkseid 50,000 more worlds. Yeah. Which is funny because I thought he was going to say $50,000. <laughs> 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 like I said, it's like, you owe Darkseid 50,000, bitch. Um, <laughs> like that's some money type shit. Hey, fifty thousand worlds is fifty thousand dollars to that motherfucker. Uh, yes. so yeah, he owes that motherfucker fifty thousand. So Earth is only counting as one, which means he owes his both. Had he conquered Earth, he still would owe that motherfucker forty nine thousand. Yeah, uh, I know. Nine hundred ninety more worlds. I just wanted to realize is just like yo. So apparently they hint that the reason he's like expelled from the crew, I guess, or you know. You know, or you know, Dark Dark Side snatched up his villain chain. It was because apparently they like make it seem as if he tried to cross him. Yeah, he tried really to take the throne, in, pretty much. But they really don't get into detail of it that much, uh, other than dialogue. That's why I was just like, yeah. So that's one of the things I didn't like, and that's what that's the thing that I saw some people say was that they should have touched Zach. on that. You had unlimited time, Zach. You could have showed me a flashback. Yeah, you, you could have s- cut out a bunch of other fucking scenes, you Zach. You showed me four minutes of a black bitch in midair. <laughs> you couldn't so, give me a two-minute montage at best of fucking Steppenwolf betraying this motherfucker. Yeah, right? That would I think that kind of would have been a dope scene. So as far as this battle goes versus the first battle, like I thought this battle was decent. Um, but like I said, they gave you the the best battle like in the first chapter, uh, and there's a fight every fucking chapter. So, um, that ends pretty much chapter two. I gave it a two and a half, uh, not even a two and a half. Don't let me lie, I gave it a two out of five for that chapter, um, because I just I thought there was too much fucking talking. Um, I understand he wants to build a story, but Zach, you got four hours to build this fucking story. You don't need to be talking this fucking much. God damn. Um, Man, like said, the, the fight scene just it, it wasn't all that um, and then like you pointed out it really made Darkseid look like an idiot to forget that ass whooping that he got <laughs> yeah no, no, no Darkseid no, don't lie now if, if Darkseid just like kept it real with us and said look I didn't want to go there and get my ass whooped there but yeah. it, it could have been it could have been like, you know, you have trauma as a child and as a child you're kinda like you just you suppress that memory, right? And you just you're lock it up. Ass man. So, hey, maybe, maybe he got his ass beat so much that he's just like, I'm just, I just wanna forget it and he just suppressed that memory. I don't fucking He know. didn't get molested, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he got an axe through the huge portion of his torso. Which I don't know how the fuck this motherfucker's anatomy is structured, because if you're gonna show an injury like that, you either gotta show me some new space age technology, because you don't just heal from that shit instantly. That shit went from here to fucking here. That should have well, like sliced as some Thanos hair. said, he should have went for the head, but you know whatever. Even if Thor <laughs> caught him like that, he would have fucking killed Thanos. 
That's like lungs, rib cage, barely missing the heart. Because they show this motherfucker got a huge, there's a scar, there's a gash, you know, maybe like a cut in the neck, and then he covers it with his hand. I want to know what space age technology put fucking Darkseid together again. Because that shit could cure anything. This motherfucker got cut. That shit on Earth. God damn it. All right, so we move on to part three. It's called Beloved Mother, Beloved Son. And this is where we get the Barry Allen scene that you were talking about with Iris West. I'm about to go in on Barry Allen right now. I'm about is it funny that like my mind just went to a dark place so the moment he bumps into iris he gives her like this look i'm like oh no ezra no <laughs> he's about to choke the bitch <laughs> okay i, I want to shot it for you but hbo doesn't let you shit. i'm glad like, you brought that up because after i saw this movie i was like they should have fired this motherfucker after he choked that motherfucker. After he choked whoever the fuck he choked. Because I didn't like this character at all. Yeah. I didn't like the character in the original cut. Uh, keep but, talking to my car to get the charge for my shit. Huh? I'm going to move to my car. Keep talking. I'm just going to move to my car to get a charger for the fuck. Oh, okay. So I didn't like the original cut of, of Barry Allen slash The Flash. And I definitely didn't like this one. Um... So they show the he's fucking awkward. He's like a dumb fucking blonde, and it makes me so mad because if you guys know Barry Allen, he's a fucking CSI. He's smart as fuck. Uh, of course, he deals with uh, his mother's death, his father being his father being framed for it by the Reverse Flash and everything like that. Um, if you guys watch the CW version of the Flash, the TV show, I think. Grant Gustin is you get like a Hugh Jackman, right? Hugh Jackman, you're like, oh, Hugh Jackman is definitely Wolverine. Uh, RDJ is definitely Iron Man. Chris Evans is definitely fucking Captain America. Hemsworth is definitely fucking Thor. Grant Gustin is the fucking Flash. So Edward Norton is definitely the Hulk. Who? Edward Norton. Yeah, Edward Norton was definitely the fucking Hulk. I don't. I love that movie. I don't care what anyone fucking says. I love that movie, bro. That fight at the end was fucking amazing. Awesome. That was some Brock Lesnar Goldberg shit. <laughs> but like the, the good one, not the shit. Good one. Um, but so Ezra Miller and I've never seen Ezra Miller's other projects. I've seen Fantastic Beasts, but I think I've seen the first one, and I'm not sure if he was but he was weird in that one too, and I guess he just likes playing weird characters. I don't fucking know. But yeah, the Flash, weird, uh, Stephen King's uh, new adaptation of The Strain, he plays another weird guy. So that's just that's just his roundhouse. The, and that that's perfectly fine if he wants to sit he there played, and fucking play weird characters. Strange. But don't play a fucking weird version of Barry Allen. Like, mate, uh, if you think I hated Batman. I fucking well, hated the Flash. If we say that, if we say that, but a lot of times there's a reason the director is called the director because you're supposed to direct the actions. So I'm putting some of this shit on Snyder too. No, yeah, it's I, I, I perfect, I, I agree. I agree that it's, it's mainly his fault. 
Um, but I'm so mad at the character that I'm blaming him and Ezra. So I'm not going to lie. I did not think that the Iris scene was needed. They could have saved that for his own movie. Um, I didn't, I just, I didn't like that. I, I thought it was such a waste of time. All it was there was to show his speed and it was sort of, nah, it, it was like nonsensical. Yeah, it was, it, some, it was something that I would legit think Josh Whedon put in there. So I was like, wait, what the fuck? I thought you got rid of Whedon to get rid of this dumb shit. Yeah, Why are we yeah. The, the only thing that I liked about that scene was he ran so fast that his shoes ripped. His shoes ripped, which makes perfect sense, right? You're running at the fucking. You're running faster than the speed of light. Your clothes should not be able to 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 uh, keep up with that kind of speed because they would fucking burn. First of all, now I thought, okay, cool, that makes sense. His, his shoes burnt, his shoes ripped, but why the fuck didn't the rest of his clothes rip? Because they should have fucking ripped too. Um, not that I wanted to see the man naked. I'm just saying, like, if you're try to make it make sense an issue i kind of have with the cw's flash is that ever since that barry allen's been running super fast like his clothes have just never caught on fire like not even his shoes or anything but in this one i'm glad they did that i'm glad that they're like oh hey guys you're fucking running this you're going so fucking fast like you're fucking bound to rip and burn whatever it's just that his shoes didn't do it um but i did write i wrote here in my notes that that scene took way too fucking long had him walking to the fucking dog shop, bumping into Iris, them making making googly eyes at each other. Um, they're still making googly eyes as she drives off, and then the truck fucking hits her, and then you get the slow motion scene of a burger, <laughs> burger and a sesame scene. I've looked. I work with a lot of truck drivers. Some of them are retarded. Some of them believe in QAnon. Some of them believe in the most random shit. None of them is retarded enough to like try to pick up a burger down not even a fucking freeway, just a regular ass road. And this truck is going. No cops apparently, because the moment I'm just like the moment you the moment you hit a fucking hot dog cart like that, cops will be on your ass in a minute. But no, he still hits the hot dog cart. Doesn't notice that he hit a hot dog cart until he hits like Iris's vehicle. Which, how the fuck did Iris pay for that nice ass vehicle? I don't know. I was like, that does not look like a vehicle within your price range. Is she supposed to be like a rich kid or what? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, say that again. How is Iris paying for the fucking car that she has? Oh, I don't know. I don't know how they're doing her character. I have no idea how the fuck they're doing her character in this movie. I wish... Uh, because we have Barry Allen on the CW TV show and we have the Black West family on the TV show, I was really hoping that they were going to do the White West family in the movie because I kind of wanted a ginger Wally West. Um, just because that Wally West is kind of you know more more jokish and stuff like that. And uh, I feel like that would have been a better, a better flash for the DCEU rather than this dumb blonde Barry Allen. But it is what it is. Um, 
Demons attack Atlanteans. They try to get the location of the Muller box, whatever. Um, they jump back to Lois. Um, I did, whatever. Fuck Lois. I, I don't care for the character at all in this fucking the universe. Worst Lois Lane that's ever existed. Yeah, and by the time we get to this part, I literally wrote, it feels like they are trying to fit way too much stuff in this fucking movie. This was what I fucking wrote. I was just. The pissing off about the Irish scene is like, so the first one is like, okay, this is going way too long. So I'm assuming this is supposed to be like an important character. I didn't find out because I'm not a huge Flash fan. I think there's only so much mileage you can get out of Flash. So, but so I didn't know that this is like supposed to be like a significant character. So the moment I'm thinking, I'm just like, okay, why is Zach doing this? Because you got and and you. You can't blame me for not thinking this is just some random bitch either, because none of those bitches who were seen to Aquaman going swimming were fucking important characters, and they had four minutes too. Yep. So I'm just thinking, okay, Flash is in it. But then when I found out that it's like based off an actual established character, I was thinking one of my main things is like, this sounds like if Zack Snyder made these scenes to be like, yo guys, come on, please, please, please check out my sequel. My sequel's going to be amazing, bro. I swear. I swear to you, bro. This is like when a fucking rapper re-releases some of the music that he has on his mixtape, but to add extra verses and features, and they're like shitty features and shitty extra verses, and you're just like, why the fuck did you drop this? He's teasing that this is going to lead to like a sequel LP, and it's just like, nobody wants the fucking sequels. And if they did, why the fuck would you advertise them if you don't have them? If you don't even have them. In the canon, you're just being a dick. Yeah, you're like a little, you're like a little girl who's just like my fan fiction would be better. That's what this whole thing felt like. This felt like it felt. This, this it felt like I just tried to change everything that I loved about these characters, and I really just wanted to sit here and punch him in the fucking face. <laughs> That's how I fucking felt watching this movie. This uh, movie just like this sucks ass. You're trying to get us to get hyped for a universe that's not even going to exist. It literally, and the whole process of you even getting this movie was just, if I bitch enough, if I bitch enough, so, and I even looked, I even got the, like, fucking cinematic light here. If I bitch enough, by the powers of God, I will get what I want. And that happened. This movie was, like, so fucking, fuck you, get, I'm so awesome. I'm surprised there's not, like, a scene where somebody dressed up as Joss Whedon and just got murdered. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, this movie felt like Snyder was jacking himself off. All right, I had to watch four hours of a guy jack off on screen, and that's what I got. <laughs> I didn't want to see it. I didn't even want to fucking see this movie. That's why I was so pissed and on your ass. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I didn't want. I agree. I agree with you. I, I, I was, I in the same boat. I didn't want to see this. But as it got closer, because like I said, I'm such a huge fan of these fucking characters, I was like, you know what? I'm going to let my guard down. I I believe that maybe this time around they'll get it right. And they didn't. And I was pissed again, all over again. I set myself up for failure all over again after I told myself I wouldn't. And I I blame myself for that. The main um, reason I watched it is because I was like, I'm going to take a mental note of every stupid shit that I see. 
because I'm going to flame the fuck out of Trey when he comes. I was excited to verbally fucking beat the shit out of Trey verbally and and he fucking pussied out. So now my only sense of enjoyment of this film <laughs> has been taken away because <laughs> that was the only reason I was having fun with this. Every bad thing, I just kept on list like, oh, man, I'm, I'm ready to fire this nigga. He's going to get flamed today. And the fucker <laughs> fucking failed. You piece of shit. Yeah, All right? Jay, you, you are a hoe for not joining on after you said you would, bro. Little bitch. All um, that shit you said. Hyping this up. Mr. I watched this movie four times. You no life have an ass motherfucker. Don't say you quit Target, nigga. You got fired from Target. Fuck yeah, you, you did. You know you got fired, nigga. Over here lying. I don't know. I quit. Nah, nigga, you got fired. Fired ass, nigga. Nigga, you fired. And you're fired from the fucking podcast, you little piece of shit. And I'm not even the host of this podcast. Fired. Uh, no, but look. Trey got, uh, Trey got fired from Target on his day off. <laughs> when can we talk about the... Uh, the Lois and Martha scene. Is that next? Um, you know what? Oh no, that's not next. But I do want to touch on that when it comes up because I, I that was one scene that really that wasn't. One scene. Um, bro, that was the scene I almost turned off the place. I almost turned off the PlayStation, bro. Oh, same here, same here. So let's let's get back to this. So uh, after all this, we get the the cyborg backstory. Pretty much, cyborg has daddy issues or whatever, whatever. He gets in the car accident. His dad turns to a cyborg. Whatever. I saw everyone on Twitter. Oh, cyborg's the heart of the movie. He's the best part. And I'm like, okay, shit, fuck it. Everybody's hype. Every everything I saw about cyborg was being so fucking hyped up. Um, and I told my cousin, I was like, dude. If you watch the 2017 version, like, the CGI is shitty for Cyborg. He's a shitty character in that movie, and Ray Fisher sucked at Cyborg in that movie. And so when I saw, like, everyone had the same opinions, right? So I was like, okay, I'm not the only one who thought this this motherfucker sucked. So then we get to this one, and I see all these, oh, Cyborg is the heart of the movie, and he's the best. And I'm like, all right, cool, they did a redemption arc for this motherfucker. I did not feel like he was the heart of this movie. I thought he was a fucking crybaby bitch. I thought, I thought the acting was still bad from Ray Fisher. No offense, Ray. Like, I don't know you personally, but I just, I don't think your acting is good. I just, I did not you want me to tell you, the truth? you at all. Huh? Sorry. What you just said, entirely true. Let me tell you something. Because I was seeing that from every people, and I noticed something. The only fucking people who said that Cyborg was the heart of this movie are the same fucking white people who always like to show off that they bragged about voting for Obama twice and that they <laughs> would see Black Panther multiple times. It's just the white motherfuckers who don't want to admit or it's the white people who just want to dick ride anything that goes to the public to not make themselves seem racist. It's just like, bro. What are you talking? Cyborg came off as the most ungrateful motherfucker of all time. It's like, son, yeah. I made you a motherfucking robot, so you're not dead, nigga. <laughs> yeah. I work. Yeah. For the I I, I kind of figured that's what you're gonna say because I kind of felt the same way. <laughs> like I work as a politician, and I was just like, I work with politics. All right. 
And I like, think the only the dad, one. No, no, no. If my dad worked for the fucking Secret Service, I'm not gonna be a little bitch because I didn't fuck because he didn't come to the fucking football game. I'm sad. You're a grown ass man. You're a fucking. <laughs> I thought the one cool cyborg scene in this chapter was him giving the lady all that money when she was at the ATM. I was like, oh, okay, that's dope. Like, you can hack into the ATM system. You can make yourself you can make yourself richer than Bruce Wayne, and here you are still fucking poor. But anyways, I digress. That's none of my business. Um, mm-hmm. But I did right here, what a crybaby-ass boy. <laughs> uh, we get the... <laughs> to an annoying extent, it's like, look, I get being favor- favor- favorable of your mom over your dad sometimes. I get it. But Jesus Christ, I was like, look, unless this motherfucker is doing some Ike Turner shit and backhanding the fuck out of your mom every time you go home, what did this man do to you? Just like, he didn't fucking molest you, he saved your ass and turned you into fucking RoboCop, you ungrateful little bitch. <laughs> I agree. I thought he was whining. Like, I, I was annoyed by the character. I was annoyed by the acting. Um, I thought the CGI looked better than the two. Again, if it didn't Bro. look better than the 2017 version, there would have been a problem because we're three and a half years later. Um, I, just, I I did not think the character was well written, in my opinion. Let me tell you something. When homie tells his dad, you know a lot about making monsters, I paused the movie got on my desktop, and fucking went on YouTube and put crawling in my skin. What did we have, emo cyborg, bro? <laughs> bro, you know this cyborg's favorite wrestler is CM Punk, you emo-ass boy. <laughs> <laughs> this, this cyborg, like, he'll hang out with Lewis. There's like, there's like, well, what type of shit is this? It's like this not this isn't the fresh print where your fucking biological father walked out on you and came back and just left your ass again. Like who who's your uncle Phil Cyborg? What the fuck? Um. All right. So we get a uh, Flash visiting his dad in prison. At this, this is at the point where I wrote. Grant Gustin is light years better than Ezra Miller as The Flash. And at that point, I completely just did not like... I was just done with the character. Dude, uh, I like the scene, but only because of the acting of the father. Because the acting of Ezra Miller was just like, oh my god, please. You know what pissed me off? Please what, don't take me out of the scene. When, when, when the dad says... Uh, you gotta let it go or some shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ezra Miller's response was, "Don't say that. Don't you dare say that." But he said it like, "Don't say that." To no me again. motion. Yeah, he said it like, "Don't sell that to me ever again." Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" There was no emotion with that, and I was like, "Grant Gustin would never. Okay. Grant Gustin would fucking mm-hmm. cry. He would fucking." get emotional and and he would make that scene like so fucking worth it and Ezra Miller like no so did and I was like dude you I'm indie not... wrestling motherfucker no. dude not even the most emotional range I've seen from Ezra Miller is when he was choking that bitch cause I could I was like you know what I was like this is the most where was that anger where was that anger alright 
You had more. I wish I would put that Chris Benoit clip where I edited that shit. Got. I love look as fucked up as it is. That was one of those tweets of mine that just blew up instantly. I wish, I wish somebody would have paid Zack Snyder millions of dollars to make uh, the Flash's theme, the Chris Benoit. It would be beautiful. <laughs> Ever since I've done that, is I still get notifications from that tweet getting liked and shared or like because it's one of my most popular tweets I ever made. I took the fucking footage, turned it black and white, put the Chris Benoit music, and bam. By the way, yeah. that there's a black and white version of Justice League now of the Snyder Cut. They just released that, so yeah, probably right. won't be any different. It's supposed to have like a an yeah. alternate being seen with the Joker or whatever. And oh my God, man, I, that's I mean, another scene that I can't wait to touch on. Fucking Snyder Cut. What? I'm done. All right, so we get a, the Wonder Woman Alfred scene. Um, I guess this is the scene you're talking about with the fucking tea. This is um, at, at this point, I was so annoyed by a lot of the characters that I'm watching this, and I'm just like, again, in my notes is what I write, why the fuck is Alfred needed in this movie? <laughs> I, just, I didn't get it. Um, then, we, of course, we get the scene of uh, Diana, Wonder Woman, uh, going to meet Cyborg. And he delivers, like, the most stupidest fucking line ever. He's like, fuck the world. And I was like... Again, put that emo music on, boy. Put that wrist wrist tape on him. Put the X on the hands, boy. There we go. In my my mind, I was like, Zack Snyder, you just wanted to use the F word, so you just threw out a random-ass fucking line. And had this nigga say... Fuck the world. Like, seriously, bro? Bro, you know what? Give Zach Snyder credit. Because I figured he would do some Quentin's Tarantino shit. And, like, look at his dad and be like, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> and then, and then I wrote, because I think they were touching on, like, Wonder Woman's dating and shit like that. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, dang. Wonder Woman really ain't have no dick since 1984. <laughs> Because, like, she's said how she's the last man she's ever loved was him, and she <laughs> doesn't have time for and all this bullshit, no dating. So I was like, dang, woman, you ain't got laid since 1984? I guess she ain't had them cheeks clapped since the 80s, bro. That's crazy. Anyways. That woman um, went 20, 30, 30, let's see, 84, 2014. So that'll be 30 years. And then 30... Plus, okay, so this movie was supposed to come out in 17. So for 33 years, this movie went no dick. <laughs> no dick. <laughs> 33, god dick. Nope. Maybe she used the back end of the sword that she has, you know. So, yeah. Um, the blade is rusty, we know why. So then by the rest of this chapter, uh, so they show Ryan Choi again. They show Cyborg's grave. Um, they show Gordon uh they show the bat signal um for the first time oh uh, can i is... talk about that because now that you brought that up this is something that bothers me good it's fucking crazy how every other mother box was getting watched 
by security and like the a fucking chamber of Amazonian women watching one, a chamber of underground motherfuckers in the water watching one, and Cyborg just has that bitch in his closet and he just throws it on his gravesite. It's like he's so, got the only thing, the only reason I won't complain about that was because they did say like it wasn't active yet, um, until they brought back Superman. Which I mean, I don't know how the other two got active, like. But then it got active when it fucking got on him in the first place. So that's what confused me. Is like, so is it active or not? Because it had You're to get right. active. To get it had to, to be active in order to make him a cyborg. You're absolutely right. Yeah, so it's just like. Would Steppenwolf have noticed that one first? Because the other ones, he had to, like, now granted, he goes around, he searches. Not only that, but because Cyborg was made from the mother box, you would think there would be traces of the mother box within him. So it would be so to, yeah, to fucking verify that. Yeah, you're you're right. You're right. We go later on in a scene, which I think is stupid, where he's just like, he has them all hostage, and he's just like, this one smells slightly like the mother box this one smells a shit ton like the mother box i was like wait a minute you just went by torturing them by which one why did why wouldn't you first see who has the strongest scent of the mother box and then torture them first Where, oh that's right he was ass backwards thinking are you doing seven yeah yeah you're you're absolutely i fucking didn't even think of that um so we get wolf finally attacking the atlanteans and by this time i was like finally another fucking fight because we kind of wanted him to beat the shit out of johnny depp's wife a little bit more mira hey bro chill out she's fine as fuck uh so he cuts like he's cutting shits on your bed hey (laughs) she can come shit on this she come shit on anything (laughs) uh so he cuts a, a nigga's body in half and shit and i'm like yo no lie, this version of Steppenwolf is a fucking beast and is so much better than the 2017 version. Um, and then Aquaman comes and it's a short fight. And I was like, and it was the weakest of the three fights so far. Um, oh, can, let, let's talk about something because I think we completely went over it. There's some. I feel like this movie could have just been PG 13. I feel like they just tried to go extra to get that R. Because there's a scene. Where he just throws some guy on a rock, an Atlantean in a rock, to find out where the, the palace is. And that one throw to the rock somehow leaves this big-ass blood stain. That I was like, wait a minute, motherfucker, you should be dead then. <laughs> if you left that much blood, you should be instantly dead. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because in this, by the way, we didn't address Wonder Woman killing. It is what it is. We didn't address what? Wonder Woman killing. That is what it is. You said Wonder Woman killing? Yeah. She killed those people at the bank. Oh, yeah. 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 I forgot about that. You're right. Um, can I be like you and kill these motherfuckers? Yes, you can, little girl. Yes, I would have been like, yes, you can. You could also steal, too, because you, you know nobody can stop you. That's what I would have said. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so after the fight, uh, Mira is talking with Aquaman about his rightful place on the throne, this, this, and that. And it's at this point where I'm just like, everybody in DC has fucking parental issues, bro. Uh, Wonder Woman only lived with her mom because her mom got fucking fucked by a god. Um, and then uh, she got banished from Theroscara because she decided to leave. Not technically banished, but, you know. 
Uh, Aquaman's mom was a fucking cheating whore who went and slept with a human, uh, um, and then abandoned this motherfucker. Batman yeah, lost. Batman That's lost. That's how you know Aquaman's favorite rappers like Eminem. You know that motherfucker's bumping them Eminem hits daily. <laughs> uh, Batman lost his parents. Flash lost his mom. His dad's in jail. Cyborg had daddy issues. Superman's fucking dad is dead. You know, so that's just, that's like, again, that contributes to why Cyborg was more annoying. It's just like, maybe you are not going through the struggles that you think you know with your dad. Right? You over here crying because <laughs> your dad can't make football games while all these other niggas legit lost parents. <laughs> This nigga ungrateful. <laughs> my dad was in the fucking army and missed a bunch of shit from my things. I'm just not like, fucking at you, dude. Hey. What the fuck are you doing? Guys. It's like the heart. Heart. It's like, oh, no, bro. My, my, my rating for this chapter is also another two out of five. Wait, you rate by tens. You know that, right? Huh? We've always rated by tens, you know that, right? Yeah, I know, and I just decided to rate this whole by five, so... Okay, so you rate chapters by fives then? Okay. Um, part four, Change Machine. Uh, so by this time, uh, the Justice League is assembled minus Aquaman. Uh, they go to the uh, rescue scene where Steppenwolf takes the Star Labs employees and shit like that, including um, Cyborg's dad. Um interrogating them, trying to find out where the fucking mother box is, yada, yada, yada. By this time, I'm just like, why the fuck doesn't Barry Allen just run these people out of here? Like, you are the fastest man alive. Just run your ass in there. Take these people out. Like, it's, it didn't make any sense. Um, I also put, I I would prefer Oracle over Alfred, yet again, because why the fuck was Alfred in this movie? Um, And then we get, they start to fight, and... Again, like like we mentioned earlier, they technically put a lot more emphasis on Wonder Woman than anyone else, and they wrote her so much better because she starts to fight Steppenwolf, and I thought in my head, I'm like, this is another good fight because of her. Because of her and him, like, they're just swinging swords, they're just throwing hands, and like, it's, I, I liked it, and... <sighs> It was solid, solid. It was so solid. That's why I was just like, like watching the way how, and this is using our same terms, but watching the way how Snyder booked Wonder Woman, it was like, you could literally book Superman the same, and nobody would give you shit for it. Because that's the way we booked Superman in books. He could book all these characters the same. Like, I just. <laughs> was he just like, fuck the men? I just want to focus on the woman? We skipped the Gordon thing, alright? I gotta tell you, I gotta say, whoever that sketch artist was... Oh, that Batman. fucking Drew Batman! <laughs> I was like, bro, that looks like something my brother would have drawn when he was fucking five. He's trying to describe the parademons and they drew Batman! <laughs> no, bro, they didn't even draw Batman, they drew some shitty fucking... <laughs> Yeah, they showed it on screen all fucking time. I almost turned off the PS4. Bro. Bro. So shitty. I had no detail. I was like, the sketch of this, do this. The sketch of this, do this. 
Oh, oh, and this chapter gets worse, by the way. They told him to draw something dark when he was in school, and he drew that, and they're like, you passed. So then when he went on to, to, to join the police force, they're like, hey, we want to give you a description of what we saw. He's like, oh, shit, I only know how to draw one thing. <laughs> concerned that Batman is out here beating up. I was like, does this look like shit that Batman would do? And they even address it in one line. Like, the band has been doing this for years. You think all of a sudden he would just turn and start killing people? Yeah, so when I first saw the drawing, I was like, so is no one gonna acknowledge how this looks like Batman and not a fucking parademon? And then, of course, they finally acknowledge it. Um, but yeah, back to the fight. So they She's fighting and shit, and he's saving and whatever. Everything's going on. Uh, Wolf retreats. Aquaman shows up. Stop the water. Whatever. Thought it was a decent fight. Thought it was better than um, the last fucking fight with the Atlanteans. Uh, Wolf then sees the anti-life equation is on Earth, and he tells Darkseid about the anti-life equation, and that's where it comes in that this motherfucker. You owe me fifty thousand. Hey, he he got it. He he got beat up so bad he had to lock that motherfucker away, bro. <laughs> okay, he had to suppress his memory. I don't care. I, that is the worst <laughs> excuse. All right, fucking Tupac got shot four times. That motherfucker <laughs> didn't get that shit. We had like eight songs about that motherfucker. All right. Oh, oh man. Fifty Cent uh, is not gonna forget the time he got shot nine times. All right, and these niggas got shot. They didn't get a fucking ginormous axe inserted <laughs> into their fucking shoulders. All right, so at this time, at, at this if point. If I fucking stab you, DJ, I don't give a fuck how old or how many years. You're not going to forget that shit. At this point, they're like. <sighs> My friends that didn't forget Let's you, Let's bring back Superman because that's who we need. Yada, 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 we want Superman. Oh, did you realize how the boxes didn't come online until Superman died and blah, 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 blah. I was just like, uh, whatever. I was like, oh, okay, I know it's building up Superman. I'm not surprised, whatever. Here is the most unneeded scene ever. They jump to Martha visiting Lois. No, this scene would have been needed. But one thing that they did immediately threw this scene to the fucking trash. And then what they do later on 
they don't even acknowledge it. So it further gets shitty. Especially because the spoiler of the end of this scene returns in the fucking epilogue. Where it would have just made more sense. Yeah. So it's a good grieving thing for there where she's like reflecting. So yeah, it would have been a great legitimate fucking scene of Lois and Martha moving on from Superman's passing. It would have been a great legitimate scene because it was a well-acted scene. Primarily from Martha's actress, because Lois. I believe it's the same scene that was in the original. So the the her and Lois talking was in the original cut. It's what comes after that. It what comes after that that ruins it, and it's just Martian Manhunter is like, dude, I legit I I went to go piss, and I sat down for like ten minutes. Because I was. That's when I sent you the message that said, "Fuck this movie." <laughs> but like I said earlier, you it felt, it felt like they were just trying to put so much shit into this fucking four hours. Dude, it, it's, it sucks. It's like, no, 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 motherfucking no, motherfucking no, motherfucking no. It was a good scene, a good scene, but the it has no value because... For one, Martha just like doesn't acknowledge it when she sees Superman's actual mom. So she just like doesn't say, Oh, by the way, thanks for helping me grieve. They don't say that shit at all. She doesn't address that like a motherfucker. Okay. So the fact that and why would Martian and then he walks away and says, You don't know how important you are, Lois. Martian Manhunter, did you not see the same movie that we saw? Did you not see Dawn of Justice, Martian Manhunter? Because, by the way, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't like one comic book purpose of Martian Manhunter was that he was supposed to protect Superman? So, like, did he just completely drop the fucking ball when (laughs) Doomsday murdered his ass? I, I don't know too much about Martian Manhunter, to be honest with you. Um, I don't, I, I, all I know is he's OP, but I've all, always found him to be just a dull character. So, I mean. It's the same Superman writing problem, but without the benefit of it being Superman. It's like nobody gives a shit about this green guy. I'm yeah, sorry. Pretty much now that you mention it. And I was um, just like, he looked like a literal green piece of shit. From the texture to this color of his skin, I was like, wow, you look like a literal piece of shit. And why did you help? Why did you help Lois cope with? What the fuck were you helping Lois cope with? Because it didn't make sense. It's not like the bitch was suicidal at all. You could have gone as the general and thanked her for Superman's service, especially oh, if you know. It. You know what? Um. Uh, maybe it's yeah, not I know the same general from like the other movies. So no, yeah. no, 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 I was gonna say that. So of course he was always intended to play Martian Manhunter. They cut the stuff out, whatever. Um, I was I was thinking of something else that has nothing to do with. I thought it had something to do with what you're saying, but it doesn't. Uh, um, no. <laughs> what happened? I just dropped some water when I wasn't. Ah. But it's like put your lids on. See that? For all the podcast viewers, I got my lid on and my shit. Hey. 
Well, the only thing that got wet was my fucking Funko Pops. <laughs> anyway. Um, so back to this. So after that, like, then I wrote <laughs> this whole Batman really sucking up Superman's ass is getting fucking ridiculous and it needs to stop. That's what I wrote. And then I wrote two out of five. Uh, I was really thinking about it. It's been a one out of five, but I kind of liked um, the fight with Wonder Woman and uh, Steppenwolf. So I'm being I was being generous, but reading it, reading back my notes and visioning everything in my head, one out of five. Um, get to part crazy. five. And I'm not trying to sound sexist or I'm not trying to sound sexist. And I'm not trying to sound like a know-it-all because I'm not. Lois Lane has literally done nothing of importance throughout this, this whole movie. Series. The no, whole, throughout movie. This whole Throughout this whole series, not even this whole movie. So the moment Martian Manhunter said, you are more important than you think, I instantly said, oh, fuck. She's and pregnant. So I what understand what, I, what he's I saying. I understand what he's saying because the Flash runs back in time and Dawn of Justice tells Bruce, you know, Lois is the key, whatever. In the future movies, she's supposed to die uh, by dark side. Superman goes crazy. Yada, yada, yada. Starts the whole apocalyptic um, future, right? But how the fuck does Martian Manhunter know all that? He he bought Injustice 2 and played it. (laughs) 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 that's pretty much what the fuck these movies are supposed to be it's like injustice in fucking real life uh anyway he's from from our dimension where it's just a video game and he's just like oh shit i gotta go i gotta go to the to the other dimension and warn them fucking loser (laughs) it's like everybody's supposed to tell that well, yeah, Martian Manhunter, I think he could have just been saved for the epilogue. He had no fucking purpose doing that scene. It's confusing, because then again, they never it addressed It makes no it. sense. If he was already there, why didn't he just go fucking talk to Bruce then, instead of waiting until the end? Yeah, you should have gone to him the moment Superman was dead. Fucking, ugh. Part five, all the Why king's horses. So Superman wouldn't have been dead. Well, that pissed me off too. I was like, you didn't need to add him at all, Zach. What all the right. fuck was this purpose, Zach? So we get to all the king's horses. Um, this is pretty much. Even Marvel fucking explained why Stan Lee's in every movie. It's like even Marvel explained that shit better than that. With him talking to the. Because uh, they got the actual guy. fucking. People who make sense over there, Ugh, don't get me started on DC versus Marvel when it comes to movies, because I will rip DC apart as fucking idiots. Um, so the DC. Justice League goes to Star Labs. They're ready to awaken Superman. Superman is finally coming back to life. Um, y'all sit at the bar with the Dark Knight, and y'all have yet to match it ever again. Wait, say that again? Like DC, y'all set the bar with Dark Knight. Yeah, and y'all and dropped it's so off. crazy how they did that so good and can't fucking recapture that. Um, I, so I, at this point, I'm asking like the real questions. First off, why the fuck isn't Superman's body decomposed? Um, 
when the fuck did Cyborg just decide like he ain't have no more daddy issues? Cause now he's all okay, that's cool, dad type deal. Uh, is Lois pregnant at this point? No, I, I already knew Lois was pregnant at the moment. I didn't think injustice. I thought, okay, she's pregnant. The moment uh, Marshall Manhunter said, and it literally wasn't me being sexist, but it was just like, this bitch has done nothing of importance. <laughs> so she's just having Superman's kid. I'm not trying to say women are unimportant, and they get, and kids are their only like benefits to society. No. But in the case of Lois Lane, yes. <laughs> so they get ready to bring back Superman, uh, and the way they're going to do it is Flash is going to run and throw a lightning well not throw a lightning bolt but he's probably he's gonna, gonna jump start this mother yeah, box he's gonna conduct lightning to jump start the mother box to bring back superman as this is going on cyborg gets visions of the future uh he sees wonder woman being fucking cooked because uh uh dark side's basically killing everyone like it's just this whole nightmare future scene um and pretty much what happens is, as the Flash is, is about to, to jumpstart it, it looks like Cyborg's kind of like, I think he says like something like, no, he's not ready, or don't do no. it. And then dumb blonde Flash, he's like, go? Thought, okay. said, thought he said go. And he said no, because he saw what would happen if Superman comes back to life. And then Flash is like, oh, you said go? Okay, cool, go. go. And then he brought Superman back to life. But then what pissed me off was... He saw what the fuck was gonna happen, and he told him no. But after it, after they brought Superman back, he was just like, "Oh, it's okay." He, it's like he didn't fucking care about what he just saw. Yeah, he didn't even tell anybody else he at didn't all. Tell anyone. Yeah, like you figured he would have told Batman since Batman seeing the Flash use that power to go back in time and say Lois Lane is the key to focus on him more. No. He doesn't even tell him. That's why I was just like, why does he have this dream in the epilogue? He's like, why does Batman have this dream that he has if Cyborg didn't tell him this, this shit that he saw? Yeah. Like, are we just supposed to assume that he, like, told him? He's like, oh, yeah, great job, guys. Oh, by the way, like, before we started the Mother Box, we're all fucking dead. I just want you to know that. Yeah. It would have been like, hey, bro, like, I know it's his start. Look, he finna kill us all, right? Should have warned him. Anyways. So they go to the fight at the memorial, just like Hold they on. did in the regular regular movie. I forgot to mention this the first time that we had talked about Flash using his ability because I was just more focused on making fun of the scene. Who the fuck directed Ezra Miller to run like that? Don't. Uh, I, I was saving that. I was saving that. Saving that for the end. So don't even. No. Don't. <laughs> don't, because I will get on a whole fucking thing. I'm saving that for the end. Okay. Superman comes back to life. The shit that we see, the run that he did to that mother box, just completely negated the seriousness of the scene. But let's uh, get to the end. So so Superman comes back, they fight or whatever. Um, What really pissed me off was the army shows up and they start shooting at this motherfucker. And I'm like, bro, this nigga's been here for a while. You would. You know not to shoot at him. Why the fuck are you wasting your ammo shooting at this nigga? It's just it was the most illogical thing that I, I was I had looked at. Uh, Batman finally shows up because you know Batman says fuck. Right. Here's what makes it more logical to me is the fact of the matter is just like okay I get it Superman lost his memory but Zack Snyder 
if your whole thing in Man of Steel or Dawn of Justice was Lex frames uh, Superman to look bad, why would you have Superman in a situation where he made himself look bad? Because they didn't address anybody in the army. They didn't apologize to anybody in the army. No, this motherfucker blew up a tank, shot lasers at people. Those are like federal officers. You get charged for that. This motherfucker would be doing some time right now. <laughs> you know? Hey, why these niggas didn't have no no kryptonite bullets? He had no consequences. They legitimately had no consequences. By the way, how the fuck did the military get there that fucking fast? Because Batman didn't tell these people that he was going to revive Superman. Was Batman, like, was, Batman was in my Batman said, "Fuck this shit! I ain't fighting this nigga." <laughs> what was uh, crazy was something that was in the Whedon cut that was not in this one was the fact that Lois Lane was there because Batman said, "We're about to revive this motherfucker. I need you to be here to calm down." So in the first one, but they did. They don't even. They don't show. She just shows up out of nowhere. In the first, in in the first one, and this one, it makes more sense because it's like, okay, Batman went to go get her, you know, brought her over, showed her what the fuck's going on. No, I like Batman that. Doesn't Batman doesn't take her in this one. In this one, she just goes there because she's doing her nap, her her coffee run, you know. She's doing her coffee run and she sees him in the air. That's right. You're absolutely right. right. That's what the makes sense to me, and that's what I like. The last one, she just fucking shows up out of nowhere. Like, no, the no. last one, there's a line of dialogue that Batman says, so it's implied that Batman is the one who brought her over, like, in the Whedon one. I think it's like... I, like, like, I, I yeah. like the way she found out more, because she sees him flying. Um, and By this time, I'm fighting my sleep, by the way, is, is what I got in my notes here. Um, and then they do Superman Lois fucking love scenes and shit. Um, They're uh, biased, and the fight that we all saw, that was pretty funny. In the original one, yeah, it was good, but I hate motherfuckers who are just like fascinated by that scene again because it's literally the same scene. It's the same fucking scene. Me. Same Did goddamn. Uh, and then the chapter ends with with Silas, uh, Cyborg's dad, fucking killing himself to try to protect the mother box. Doesn't, of course, doesn't fucking work. Uh, and then, of course. What's his name? Has the mother box again? All three mother boxes and his plans come in fruition. Two out of five. It's it was it's the same fucking fight scene. Just didn't same fucking matter. Uh, we get to part six. Something darker. Now we're getting towards the end. This is the the, the whole what the fuck the movie was building up to. Um, I wrote in here a ton of the same boring ass Superman shit. Uh, the league is putting together a plan for the for the battle. Um, <laughs> and Superman starts hearing like voices in his head and shit. I can't remember what the fuck why, what why. But I wrote Superman hears voices in his head. They talk to him. He understands. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I was just coasting along, just taking a piss, and just and, like. And then what pissed me off? He chose a black Superman suit, and I was like. Why? I thought he was gonna be like revived in a kryptonite, uh, kryptonite, and a krypton type suit, which is why he had the black suit. But it's well, because he chose it, and I was like, why would you choose that suit instead of your regular fucking colors that sh- fucking people love because it counted as a symbol of hope? They didn't get into details about that, but from other videos that I've seen and from other sources, and even from like reading a little bit in the comics myself. That suit is supposed to be like his startup suit for if he ever gets like severely injured. That one 
the sun helps uh, more. It helps him charge more, helps to get his energy back or to get his powers back. So that's why the black suit is, is like that. But they really didn't go into detail on that one. So that one was just like a, if you know, you know. If you don't know, fuck you. Even though I have four hours and I could have just fucking explained it. No, fuck you. You know what you're going to listen to? You're going to listen to every dad I have give me a pep talk while I just put on this suit. That's what you're going <laughs> to listen to. Uh, we get to the final battle. Um, it's kind of the same as the last one. Uh, except for this one, you get Aquaman, uh, or I don't... I don't remember really the the battle from the 2017 one that much. Uh, I just remember Flash saving some people and shit. Uh, so you get Cyborg, uh, Aquaman, and Wonder Woman taking on Steppenwolf, which again, Wonder Woman's fucking dope in this scene. It's it, she's fucking killing it every scene she's in. Um, she and then the gimmick this, of the <laughs> gets annoying, and it's still playing the fucking same song. They're not sticking to one song. It's like when you give a DJ the mixer and he just keeps on fucking sliding left to right, left to right with whose theme. Oh, by the way, they took away that one fun scene where Batman had the animated series theme. Because fuck you, Joss Whedon. Uh, by this point, I'm like, uh, if they can't, if if they're struggling with Steppenwolf, like they're not gonna fuck up. Dark side, it's it's doesn't make any sense because Dark side's fucking it's supposed to be stronger than Thanos, um, apparently. Um, I mean, it's two separate universes, but you know, still. Um, and and and, and then I was like, they're really gangbanging this dude, like they're beating the fuck out of this guy, just ganging up on him. Um, and then, and then we're told or. Barry Allen, the Flash. He's not even called the Flash in this movie because he hasn't even gotten his name yet. Um, so they tell Barry to run, run, Barry, and and he goes swimming. This motherfucker. He said they do it in slow motion. It's just it starts like this, and I was like. I was is like, this fucker swimming? Bro, what the fuck is he doing? And <laughs> bro, he I learned to fine. run from Steven Seagal. That's who where he learned to run from. I would have been <laughs> fine with this scene if they played it like they do on the C. So on the CW one, when he runs, it's in like a fast motion. It looks smooth. It looks cool. And this one, every time this motherfucker ran, they felt like, oh, we gotta slow it down. So the so the audience can get a feel for just how fast he is. But what you did was make him look like a fucking idiot. He looks like he's ice skating or something. He runs like doing the fucking. That's why I was just like, why does he run like if he's swimming? That makes no fucking sense. I wrote. <laughs> I. I wrote, Barry runs so fucking ugly, <laughs> is what I wrote. When I saw him run like that still, I'm like, you're still having him run like this? You're still having him run like this? The One of the main things that people kept making fun of, and you're still having him run like this? It was just Why? like, dude, don't try to show me this long love scene that he's attracted to women by saving this girl in a car and he runs like that. That is not the run of a man who likes women. I can tell you that for damn sure. <laughs> I've seen people run like that. And they don't fucking like women. 
Anyway. Um, Steppenwolf pretty much wins. Everyone's di- Everyone's dying and shit. And then Barry runs back in time, reverses time, saves the gang or whatever. And I don't even play it. Something else, something happens. And I was just like, I really didn't have any problems with the Flash. I was like, oh my God, this guy's fucking useless. The Flash, the man faster than... He gets shot in the fucking leg. Gets shot. Gets fucking shot. When he gets shot, the only thing that ran through my mind was, nigga, you did all that running for nothing. Not only that, you you were de- so now we know Quicksilver could beat the fucking Flash because I mean I'm- well actually no because Quicksilver got shot too but what the fuck damn I just realized y'all niggas can't outrun bullets y'all need to change that slogan <laughs> <laughs> faster than yeah, a speeding dude. bullet yeah right nigga um, <laughs> yeah I legit wrote Barry did all that running for nothing or whatever they show Apocalypse so they show um Dark Side and Granny Goodness and all his little minions and shit. It looks. I thought that was a pretty dope looking scene. Uh, they they show the anti life again. Um, just because I guess. Um, and then like I said, Barry runs back in time to save the team. And it's kind of like it's not even like he ran back in time. It's kind of just like he reversed time because everyone's bodies just kind of like Comes back, went back to the way they were. Had he run back in time, what should have happened was. He ran in time, created the wormhole, went through the wormhole, and got back to however many minutes or seconds or however he ran back in time. But this one was more like he just kept running and running and running and running and running, and then everybody came back to life. So it was kind of like he was rewinding. Yeah, I guess they're trying to like do that because the way, the way they do it is it's filmed like if this motherfucker is about to perform a fatality in Mortal Kombat because his entire background goes black. And then he just, again, fucking runs like how Joe takes a back bump. Oh, shit. (laughs) So anyways. It's a YouTube channel called IWF, go tell them that Hector and DJ sent you. They'll love you. And just put that in the comments section. Oh, wait, never mind. You can't comment. <laughs> so, anyways, I wrote Barry ran back in time, sort of, um, versus time. Wonder Woman, this time, goes for the head. Um, and Darkseid just sits there and watches um, Steppenwolf get murked. Like, he don't give a fuck. He's a fucking asshole. Which, by the way, now you ain't getting your 10,000 worlds, nigga, because you just let this nigga die, but whatever. <laughs> you could have just grabbed his hand and just pushed him towards you. Um, I wrote, it's a better final battle than the original uh, version. Um, of course, the League wins. Um, I gave this a 3 out of 5, simply because I like the dark side scene. I liked uh, Wonder Woman and Steppenwolf's fights, just like I liked throughout the entire movie. Um, but, like, the Superman shit... It was pretty cool that they made him look OP, but it was funny as hell. They had to pull a GSP and just say, I'm not impressed by your performance, you know? <laughs> I'm not impressed by... <laughs> <laughs> Super GSP over here. Say that shit again? <laughs> I'm not impressed by your performance. <laughs> the, 
GSP was not built for trash talking. He was good built for fighting, though. He was. But trash talking, he really wasn't good. I am not impressed by your performance. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Anyways, because, I mean, he literally says, I'm not impressed. And he breaks his fucking act. And then this cuts is, off the This is funny. All right. Yeah. Um... Super. So we get the epilogue scene, which is called Father Twice Over, Part 7. Um, it's basically everyone's happy ending and shit until we get towards the end. Um, so we get uh, Barry joining the CSI. Um, Bruce uh, buys the bank that owns the, the Kent farm so that lo- um, Superman's um, uh, mom can get back in her home. This shit that you've seen in the fucking what you call it. Yeah, uh, congratulations. Yeah, they show James Gordon again. Uh, Superman still wearing the black suit rather than his original suit for I again don't know what reason because I'm pretty sure time has passed. Um, the end credit scene from the original cut that showed Lex Luthor meeting up with uh, Deathstroke, Deathstroke uh, on the original cut, it was supposed. I think they were talking about forming a team, but in this yeah, cut, and it only shows the end like two minutes of that one in the original where it's just like. Oh, they have a team. Perhaps we should build one of our own. Yeah, that's all it shows. And this one, you know, it goes into they, more detail. Like in oh, this what? one, it it shows Victor's ass. I, I'm assuming it's Victor's ass. Um, and no, Art. Um, Zaz, Zaz is dead from Birds of Prey. Remember? They fucking wasted Victor's ass. But this takes place. Him. This takes place before Birds of Prey. Yeah, but that's not Zaz. You just say he dies in Birds of Prey. Yeah, Zaz dies in Birds of Prey, but Victor Zaz, it's not the same actor. The one who's sitting with Jesse Eisenberg, it's not the same. So no, I'm talking about him. The Asylum. Oh, The Asylum? That was That's an not The Asylum, that's just a random old man. Oh, okay, well. Yeah. Fuck Birds of Prey, that movie sucked, Trey. That suck. the best DC movie ever. Whack! <laughs> My girlfriend uh, laughed when she saw the clip of your reaction to her not liking it, you're just like, bro, what's that's supposed to be like every woman's favorite film? She just started laughing. Cause it's just god damn that movie. Cause that's how that's how a lot of no I'm not sexist. I love my wife. I love my daughter. But my daughter didn't even like Birds of Prey. And she's a huge Harley Quinn fan. I don't right? know which she's a, she's a like. she's a huge DCEU Harley Quinn fan, not comic book I like to get slapped around by the Joker and be his slut Harley Quinn fan. She don't know that Harley Quinn, and she ain't gonna know that Harley Quinn because that's, you know, she's only six. But she was just like, ah. I was like, you know, we watched Birds of Prey, and I was like, hey, you know, did you you like it? And she was like, uh, no, I thought this movie was boring. And so, you know, whatever, cool. Um, so, anyways, back to Deathstroke. So in this one, uh, he. He he learns that um, Batman learned that Bruce he Wayne. For free. Yeah, he learns Batman's Bruce Wayne. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, and, and by this point, I was like, poor Deathstroke, because uh, technically, uh, Joe Majin what's Joe? How do you say his fucking last name? Manjolano or whatever the fuck. Yeah, him. He was super, He was supposed to play uh, Deathstroke again. Um, be the main villain of the first Batman movie that Ben Affleck was gonna be in, and Ben, ben Affleck said fuck. You. Yeah, Ben Affleck said fuck this shit because he knew where this shit was headed. Nah, I don't think it's because he knew. Honestly, I think it was because his fucking 
his gangster movie that he made a deal with Warner to make fucking became ass and didn't get no fucking credit and was laughed at. I think if that movie would have succeeded, we would have had our Batman movie. No, he was supposed he was supposed to write the the script yeah. and they were like dicking him around on. He made a deal with Warner's. Uh, I forgot what it was called, but remember that gangster movie that he made and released? Okay, there was exactly that's how shitty it was. But there was a gangster movie that he made that came out before uh, the one before his standalone Batman project was going to come out. And supposedly that that was the reason he even took the Batman deal was because he wanted to make this gangster movie. So he makes the uh, gangster movie, sucks ass, gets panned, and then he just drops out of that of the Batman shit altogether. And that's where he like supposedly his alcoholism came back in and all that shit. He tries to blame the original fucking Batman and the Joss Whedon thing, but nah, I think it was that fucking shitty gangster movie he made. Because he had made it, wrote it, directed it. I, I guess he thought it was going to be a big hit, but it just sucked. You know, Ben Affleck has a lot more misses than he has hits. I, I just want to throw that out there, in my opinion. I like when, Gone Girl. When I find the gangster movie after this is done, I'll show you, because I know me and you were talking about it. But yeah, he did a gangster movie, and it fucking... It, Hit the I, I, I kind of want to watch this now just to see how bad it is. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so then we finally get to the scene that I was waiting on because I wanted to see how good it was. Uh, it's the nightmare scene. And in this future, there are Batman, Slade, Slade, or Deathstroke, whatever you want to call him. Slade. I call him Slade. Deathstroke, whatever. Uh, Mira, Cyborg. Uh, the Flash in this ridiculous ass fucking suit uh, I, that he uses to time travel. Apparently, I don't know why the fuck he has to get that ugly ass suit. Um, and uh, the Joker. Now, I don't watch trailers, um, but of course, when the trailer dropped, everyone was on Twitter. Yay, Joker! He's looking different. He gets to redeem himself. And then when this dropped, I had people. Oh yeah, man, Jared Leto really redeemed himself as a Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And What's I was like. Boy? Dude, a lot of people fucking said he redeemed himself. No fucking lie. And well, so right, when I that's right, because I even put a Twitter a tweet on Twitter and I retweeted one. I put this is the definition if, if Cap was <laughs> this is the definition of Cap right here. Yeah. So the uh, Joker. The scene like, sucked. He tried this whole maniacal voice and the laugh, and I was just like, I was like, how how did you how do you base a two second, oh, right, Batman? Like, how's that redeeming himself? This is like fucking cocksuckers who wanted this fucking. Yeah, it was cocksuckers who wanted this fucking movie, and now they're like, oh man, we got a movie, so now we gotta say it's good, no matter no matter if it sucks. And then they put in fucking Leto's Joker, and they're like, oh yeah, he definitely redeemed himself. I'm a, I'm a nerd who lives in my mom's basement and you're a virgin. Fucking minutes. I was like, come on. And so I wrote here, like, Jared Leto ain't it. The only the only good thing that I liked about this was his line about how. And again, oh, this pisses me off because it makes Batman looks like it makes him look like a fucking coward in this universe about no matter how many timelines you seem to fuck up. You always risk someone else's life or some shit like that. And that was a cool line because 
I personally, uh, I like the whole concept of a multiverse and different timelines if it's explained correctly and done correctly. Now, what that makes me think is Batman keeps saying the flashback in time, right? Right. Oh, hey, Flash, go back in time. Do, 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 you know, whatever. Flash, okay, hey, I went back in time this time. This time, this person died. I went back in time this time. This time, this person died. And the only way that Joker would know, like, okay, Batman's never sent himself back would be because Flash would be like, hey, you know, you keep sending these people back, but you never go back, you know. So, you know, everyone keeps dying but you. Whatever. I thought that line was cool. But Joker, uh, Jared Leto didn't redeem himself as a Joker. In my opinion, I didn't think he did. No, uh, he didn't redeem himself, and he didn't have the chance to. And anybody who's judging this, yeah, and going to compare. You're comparing 11 minutes of Suicide Squad to about six minutes of this epilogue. So yeah. that's 17 minutes going against the two hours that Keith Ledger played him, and the an hour and like 90. Hour thirty that Jack Nicholson played him. Uh, yes. Like, you're not gonna get that dub. You're, you're not. It's just like the only people who I've seen. I look at their profile and they like his band. So that's it. And it's like okay, his band could be the best fucking band in the world, but he's a shitty fucking Joker. Just accept yeah. it. Um. And then another line was how he was kind of pushing Batman's buttons about uh like the death of his parents. The death of Robin. So we have mentioned this whole fucking podcast about how he only showed remorse for Superman. This was the only fucking time that he showed remorse for Robin and his parents. Because when Joker made him mad with those lines, he said, I will fucking kill you and I will kill you slow. And at that point, I was like, where the fuck was this Batman this entire fucking movie? No way. Although, to be fair, I don't think Batman needed this. Batman cursed in this movie the way, like, somebody who just learned how to curse would. Yeah, so he didn't right. even have a badass cursing. Throwing out like, cuss words just to throw them out. I remember I was that kid. I was like, oh, shit. I can say fucking bitch. <laughs> and I will. And I will. I will do it. Um, this and then is, you find it out. That, it reminds me of that you, one comic panel. Find out that like, the whole scene. You find out the whole scene is Bruce Wayne asleep yet again. I don't know how Bruce is able to see the future in his sleep. I don't know. It's fucking awkward. Whatever. They didn't. They don't explain it. Um. And then the very end. Ugh. Bro, bro. It's it's because him and Superman are brothers. The very end is a new post credit scene that was changed. So the original post credit scene. That they wanted to put was Green Lanterns coming and talking to to, to Bruce, uh, but it got switched to Martian Manhunter coming back, warning Bruce about the anti-life is still being on Earth and that Dark Side is coming and all this bullshit. And oh, by this time, I was just happy that the movie was over. I was too. It was like it was like that moment in graduation where everybody cheers the last person. Not because they're proud of him or his achievements, but because the ceremony's fucking over. <laughs> That's how I felt after this movie. I was like, thank God it's done for Autumn. I wish I was Autumn instead, because Jesus Christ, I didn't have to sit through this shit. It was, it was a long movie with a lot of clips that did not need to be in it. Um, 
it it should have never been made because we're because they're not going to expand on this. Well, they may. I mean, they they said before that they would never drop the Snyder Cut, and they did. But now, honestly, they really have no reason to because they have all this original programming and all these movies that they're dropping and shit like that. So technically, they don't have any kind of reason to drop a second movie uh, for this universe. I think Kevin Smith's answer to what to do next is probably the best one, where just work with uh, DC's animation department and then just do animated movies that continue exactly what I was thinking. I think that would be but the way, I mean, I think the main thing that I said is, like, the people who are giving this movie great reviews, you're giving great reviews to a movie that already existed and got remade so quickly. And I think that that's not fair. And I think that that that's not fair. And I'm going to call it out for what it is. It's fucking cheating. It's cheating. You don't get to go back and make your movie better because and, like, get rid of all the mistakes. Because if every director had the money and if every director had, then every fucking film would get remade. And I don't want to see shit where, look, as it is, we're getting remakes to movies that came out in like the 90s, you know? And every one of them that's tried that's got shit canned and made fun of for, as it should. And so the last thing I'm going to do is approve of a fucking remake of a movie that only came out four years ago. You can go fuck yourself if you expect me to endorse it. So don't come at me with an old film that you just polished. Just like I said, you turn a movie that sucks dick into a movie that just sucks. That's it. It's like, wow, you made a shitty movie. Okay. Still doesn't mean I wanted to fucking watch it. And it's just like, say what y'all want. Even if this was the greatest movie of all time, I would have fucking held it back. Because the fact of the matter is, you have no excuses when another company is doing the same shit that y'all did. And is whooping your ass. How is it y'all had the jump? You guys had the jump. Y'all had it in 89 when y'all made the first fucking set of Batman movies. Not even. You had it in fucking 70s with Superman movies. And it's just like, how is it y'all revolutionized superhero movies and then dropped the fucking ball? Y'all couldn't, catch, y'all couldn't keep up in the 90s. Y'all got too commercialized. Y'all did the same mistake that y'all did then. I would imagine y'all would have learned from now when y'all first fucked over Zack Snyder, when y'all first tried to meddle with it, when y'all fucked over David Ayers over Suicide Squad, and now motherfuckers are begging for a fucking Ayer cut of Suicide Squad. Oh, no please, no. That, that movie fucking sucked. Please fuck don't do you. that. Fuck you. If that movie comes out, fuck y'all if y'all think I'm gonna watch that shit. Alright? <laughs> if that if this fucking video doesn't get more than 100 fucking views, then I'm definitely not fucking watching the haircut. Because I didn't waste four hours of my life for that bullshit. For this bullshit. Alright? So don't stop fucking thinking with the brand and stop thinking to try to please everybody and let these directors and writers have their own artistic visions. Is the Snyder Cut a good thing? No. I don't like it. I don't like it. That's my personal belief. Yeah, I think it's, 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 it's like he's, it's like it's not a good thing for the movie industry as well because now you're gonna you get a movie that comes out and it sucks and people are gonna be like, oh, well, I mean, if you watch my cut of the movie and then it's gonna it, like it's it it should have never been greenlit 
And again, we understand why it was because HBO Max was new and they needed fucking content. But now you put yourself again in a position for people to want more of that universe to be continued. If fucking like Captain Marvel fucking sucked, in my opinion, I thought it was a terrible movie. Yeah, but you're not gonna get a Captain. You got a coward as like a fucking, you know, half Kevin Smith or somebody else directed, and just be like, oh, this is the blank cut of Captain Marvel. I was like, I don't want to fuck. And then it adds new things. Then, then, like, fucks with some canon shit that's already happened. We don't want to fucking see it. Yeah. Yeah, so... I agree. I don't... I, I agree with the way you said it. It's not fair. Um, don't fucking release an air cut. If you do, fucking... I'm, I don't even pay for HBO Max, but I will cancel HBO Max. That's <laughs> <laughs> just like... I, I pay for HBO Max, but another thing is just like, I don't care if it's for a streaming service. I don't want to see these, because I know that's the like excuse that I've seen people who are just like, oh, well, they're not releasing it in theaters. Guess what? They made a fucking deal to release this film in theaters, in certain yeah. theaters. Yep. So that means some stupid son of a bitch went, paid to go see the first Justice League back in 2017 and took his money and is now going to pay to watch the four-hour version of it that is slightly better than the shit he got served last time. And if y'all think y'all gonna keep on getting away with that shit, y'all can go fuck yourselves. Stop thinking with y'all. What? I know people who have watched this movie uh, three times, four times, five times, and one time, and I'm that one time. (laughs) I am one and a half, because I literally forgot half of the shit, so I had to rewatch half of it Cause I'm like fuck, cause you took too long to record it, and I didn't t- I didn't take I only took like a handful of notes the first time, but then I was like fuck, I'm gonna have to rewatch this shit. So I just watched like a piece of it, but then from there I broke off. But yeah, <laughs> no, fuck that. I'm not dedicating four hours to that shit. If you are gonna do an alternate cut for anything, streaming services, I'm slightly okay with, but I don't fucking like it. I don't like that shit. You know, I think it's dumb. I've always thought it was dumb. I think the director cut should be what we see on screen. Even when I was a kid, I always thought that shit was weird because movies would always have like, oh, there's this deleted scene in the director's cut that makes it amazing. That makes it. I thought that was just a gimmick. Even back then as a kid, I was like, why do I need it? I think the director's cut should be what's on screen at first. The only thing that I understand that needs to be modified is maybe like for horror movies and unrated because people want to see a little bit more gore. Okay, that's understandable. But I think the original director's cut should be what we get in the theaters. And anything else, fuck it. All right? And for Warner Brothers, stop thinking with the fucking money. You'll get more money if a product is good than you will if it's bad. Y'all getting, like, temporary flash money, and then that's it. You know? is Because y'all did that shit with Tim Burton's, you know, first two films. Y'all said, oh... Well, this one got too violent. The second one got too violent, so we'll have Joel Schumacher take over. And yeah, it was good for a little bit, but then y'all dropped the fucking ball. Blade came out, dick smacked every fucking thing, showed y'all how a superhero movie can be done, showed y'all that a superhero movie could be rated R and still succeed, and then fucking Spider-Man came out and shitted on y'all. The first Spider-Man. And then y'all came back strong with Batman Begins, fucking killed it 
and set a new standard for superhero movies with fucking The Dark Knight. Drop the fucking ball with The Dark Knight Rises. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I dropped the ball hard on that one. Because then y'all didn't even give us the fucking follow-up supposed Robin movie that we were going to get. You know? I'm glad there's we still, didn't get that movie. There's still some poor bastards who are waiting for that Robin movie. <laughs> I feel bad for them. I bet Bro. you. I bet. Oh, I bet you. Next year they're gonna. Hey, HBO Max is getting Robin starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, following the fucking events of The Dark Knight Rises. I can fucking see it. I can fucking see it. I think that's gonna happen next. And I was like, oh god. All right. Yeah, might as well fucking make Green Lantern too. Because remember, Sinestro is supposed to be coming back this time. Oh, that's all up to Ryan Reynolds though. So. Uh, anyways, guys, almost 2.30. I got to be up in a bit. Um, I've been having a piss for the last 40 minutes. So. As you guys can tell, <laughs> we didn't like this movie. <laughs> yeah, okay, um, but yeah, we're out. We'll see y'all in the next one, uh, which is Godzilla vs. King Kong. Peace. That one I'm excited for. Thank Me you. too. And you if better. they fuck this up, I don't want another cut of it. Just <laughs> no. Release the Zilla cut. <laughs> uh, no, what All we right. need to do is release the fucking Trey joining us to talk about the Snyder cut cut, where we just oh. flat out fucking cut him. We're gonna, <laughs> I, I'm going to try to work something out for us to do something. All so, right. Peace. I'm out. Peace.